Welcome back to the Win Daily Podcast for Monday, May not May twentieth, two thousand nineteen. And trying to keep track of the dates here. I'm Scott Engel. I am the king. I am fantasy, and my co-host. As we get ready to check out this Monday slate, is our CEO and our proud co-founder Jason Mezrahi. Jason, fun to be back doing this with you again. Yeah, man, pleasure to have you with me. You know, I always feel good when you're by my side. So. Let's get into this slate and let's hopefully win some money for everybody, you know, who's listening tonight. Yeah, well, you know, a lot of ladies say the same thing, and so it's uh, not surprising to hear it from you. So uh, let, let's start, uh, you know, we're going to go straight, straight to the evening games and the New York Yankees take on the Baltimore Orioles. It'll be J.A. Happ, who's 9,500 on DraftKings against David Hess. Uh, we'll probably uh, we'll talk about in a second. We'll probably want to stack again. The uh, Yankees have been managed to keep their place their place at the top of the standings despite all the injuries, which is impressive. They're middle of the pack in hitting, but I would figure that you'd want to you'd want to do a uh, uh, compile a stack against David Hess here. It's it's very chalky. Yeah, I I really do. Um, it's going to be kind of chalky tomorrow. It's a short slate. It's eight games. Uh, but the Yankees been, you know, they've been battling. They got a lot of their bats back now. Even Gardner's getting into the mix. He had a good day today. You're play- playing in a, in a hitter's ball park. You're you're facing the worst pitcher on the slate. You got to stack these Yankees up. Um, the question is going to be, who do you want? You have Hicks and Gardner, um, who can do a, a lot for you. The, uh, then you got Torres and Sanchez, who are also in the mix. Uh, Luke Voigt cooled off a little bit. But he still has the power potential that you want. I pretty much think this is your top stack in the night. You want to try to get anybody in the top six, top seven, outside of, you know, Ursula at the bottom. Um, I think everybody else is is, is good to go here from Torres, um, Aaron Hicks, Clint Flazier, Brett Gardner. Pretty much everybody's playable in this lineup right now. Yeah, Clyber Torres hitting 343. With 13 RBIs and 14 runs scored in road games, DJ LeMay hitting 328 with 10 RBIs, 12 scored in road games. Uh, Giovanni Ursula hitting 327 in road games as well. Uh, he has uh, he has nine RBIs away from home as well. You mentioned Clint Frazier, 297, three home runs, 10 RBIs in road games. So uh, there are some Yankees that you can certainly use uh, right there. Torres is only priced at 4100. Which is uh, which is pretty friendly. You got to get Clint Frazier in there, uh, even though you don't have a lefty righty split there. You just want to load up. It doesn't matter about the lefty righty splits. Frazier is only thirty five hundred. Giovanni Ursula is thirty six hundred on DraftKings, and Brett Gardner's going to be at the bottom of the lineup. But you still got to use him. Lefty and righty only thirty six hundred dollars, so you could save some money with to be stacking some Yankees too, as well. The Washington Nationals are at the New York Mets tonight. Uh, it is Patrick Corbin against Drew uh, Drew Gagneau. Uh Gagneau is uh, pitched has pitched out of relief mostly for the Mets so far, but uh, we'll get to start Monday night. Uh, I think a lot of people, uh, you know, knee jerk wise, are going to want to stack Nationals. Patrick Corbin is facing the Mets for the fourth time this year. Uh, do you think that makes him more of a risk because? The Mets have seen him already three times, although he did really well against him last week. And the Mets' offense has gone limp with a weekend sweep uh, at the hands of the Miami Marlins. 
I think the only way you fade Corbin tomorrow is if you want to, you know, avoid the ownership. He's going to come in heavily owned on both FanDuel and DraftKings tomorrow. He's clearly the top pitcher on the slate. On top of being the top pitcher, um, if you saw what the Marlins did to the Mets, I know me and Scott are both Mets fans at heart, but we're going to have to pitch Corbin tomorrow. Avoid our, avoid our hometown bias. Go with Corbin. He's the safest guy on the slate, either on FanDuel or on DraftKings. I think you, you have to have him on FanDuel in your cash games. Um, it being a one-pitcher site on DraftKings as well. You know, he's going to be a little bit priced up, but you need that safety in pitching. He has a K upside. The Mets can't hit right now. They have tougher times hitting against lefties as well. Um, so I, I got to have Corbin in my lineup, and we got to lock him in as your, your SB1. He's the best guy in the slate. Washington on the other side, they haven't really broke out too much in any games. This could be the game. But I think we can find better matchups later on. And, you know, we already spoke about the Yankees. I think the Yankees are in a better spot. The Mets, you know, they're pitching this guy. I've never seen him before. He's been pitching out of the bullpen. Um, so you're going to see probably mostly a bullpen game. So I would I would try to grab one or two guys from your one-offs on Washington. But, you know, playing a full stack. It wouldn't be my first stack, but it only being a short slate. You know, it's definitely someone you to keep on your radar. If you're playing multiple games, multiple teams, uh, Washington does come in as one of the top sacks, but just a little bit behind some other games. The game's coming in Texas, uh, we'll be talking about soon, and the Yankees will come in front of them. Victor Robles, maybe one of those guys, 286 with 10 RBIs and 16 runs scored on the road. If Kurt Suzuki is in the lineup, 283 with nine home runs and six runs scored in just 15 road at-bats. So there's two nationals uh, that you can consider right there. Yeah, you want the placeholder and, to- and you know the placesetter and Turner as well. He's going to get on base. He's going to steal some bases. Juan Soto's got the power. So if you're going to play the Nationals, I would play them for a stack or a one-off. It's possible as well. You know, one through five, one through six is probably the spots you want to be on that national stack. Philadelphia is at Chicago, 8.05 p.m. Eastern at Wrigley Field. Jake Arrieta against his former team. You probably want- Arrieta's been... Up and down, more up than down, but at 8,000 on DraftKings, you probably want to avoid him. You Darvish is somebody to attack, though, because uh, he's just been really a disappointment. Uh, you know, I'll definitely go Cesar Hernandez at 4,300 uh, as one of the, the Phillies. How do you feel about uh, you know the Phillies against Darvish, who's just been really disappointing? I think this is pretty much for me at first glance as a stay away game. Darvish, you know, he weasels his way out of trouble. He walks a lot of people, but he still has some dominant stuff. Um, the Phillies haven't been breaking out. Depending on what the weather's like, if it ends up being hot or the wind's blowing out, you know, Wrigley, it might change things. Um, but from both sides, I can see this being a tighter game. I want to see what the weather looks like. Not something I really want to attack right off the bat because they're both serviceable pitchers. They, they flash upside. I don't want to pitch either of them, but I really don't want to stack either of them either. Um, so if I had to say... You know, maybe a couple people. The Cubs, I like the Cubs, even though they're, they're facing, I guess, a better, more consistent pitcher. I still like that Cubs lineup a lot better than the Phillies lineup right now because they're, they're struggling. Harper's struggling. You know, McCutcheon, Hoskins struggling. Segura, you know, he's doing well, but, you know, paying off for a short style is not something I'm going to do uh, with Segura. But unless the weather changes, the wind's blowing out, or it's really hot in Chicago tomorrow, I'm going to avoid this game for the most part. I think there's better spots to, to attack. Yeah, make sure you check out the daily weather blog from uh, Mark Parquet every day on WinDaily, uh, DFS.com. 
Mike Leake is going for the Seattle Mariners at 8.05 p.m. Eastern at Globe Life Park against uh, the Texas Rangers. Mike Miners has been a revelation this year. He's 9,400 on DraftKings. This is a game that I want to avoid, and I'll tell you why. Uh, Whenever Mike Leake appears on the schedule, everybody attempts to load up on him, and then he surprises you with a good outing. And it's just been Mike Leake's history. And Mike Mike Miner has been pitching well, but uh, this is certainly not a lineup that – I, I want to go against. Maybe if you do it, you're considering contrarian, but contrarian. But uh, Seattle has the second best offense in the American League, so I'm probably avoiding this game. I'm going to disagree, you know, slightly on this. Um, Texas is one of the better parks to hit in. Mike Lee is homer prone. You have Gallo, Chu, Calhoun, Mazzara, Cabrera, Ordor, Santana, Guzman. There's eight guys right there that I just named that all hit from the left side or switch hitters. I think you attack Mike Leake. I know what you said, and it does make sense. Uh, but in that park, in an eight-game slate, I think he's 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 the one of the worst pitchers out there. He's given up ten hits in one game, eight, six, seven, five, um, some home runs already. He's had some good games or decent games where he lasted six innings, seven innings. But I think Texas is going to be somewhat popular tomorrow. He's not going to strike too many batters out. So a guy like Gallo has got to be, you know, up there as one of your, your best plays of the day. And this whole lineup is, is stackable. So between the Yankees, between the Rangers, and even on the other side, Miner, you know, he's been pitching well. But at the same time, you got a lot of power on that backside um, from Seattle. So I wouldn't pitch anybody in this game for sure. Um, but Miner in his last three games, eight hits, seven hits, seven hits. Um, in five innings, five innings, and eight innings. So he's been lending up some hits. He hasn't got blown up yet, but this Mariners team can hit. You got Hanniger and Carnacion, Santana, Healy, Beckham. They've all been hitting the ball. So I wouldn't pitch any of them, but I would definitely look into these teams as a, st- a stack. And you can look into a game stack. Hopefully it's a high-scoring game on both sides, and they're battling out in a 10-8 game or something like that. So, you know, you got to look at them for stacks. Yeah, and, uh, by DraftKings, you could save some money with the Mazzara at 4,100, but more importantly, his Drupal Cabrera is only 3,800, and Ronald Guzman, if he's in the lineup, is 3,600. The Chicago White Sox are at the Houston Astros. It's Manny Banuelos against uh, Brad Peacock at 8,600. You got to, uh, well, the White Sox haven't been a pushover lineup, but uh, Peacock should be at least a solid start. Then uh, the Astros are maybe the chalk stack of the night, second best in the majors uh, in terms of hitting overall. And uh, Benuelos has been certainly somebody to attack for fantasy players ever since he came up back up to the majors. Uh, got a few Astros you could like here. Josh Reddick hitting 480 against lefties. Jake Marisnik has uh, has been really hot lady. He's hitting 400 against lefties. Carlos Correa hitting 357 with eight RBIs and six runs scored in against lefties uh, as well. Uh, Michael Brantley hitting 292 with seven RBIs and uh, against lefties. So you know there there are some Astros for you right there uh, if you're going to stack. Yeah, you got to like this. This is this is going to be the most popular stack tomorrow. You got the Yankees that I mentioned earlier and the Astros coming right at number two. Um, you can go one with the Astros and you can go two with the Yankees back and forth. You go, uh, but Springer and Bregman at the top, you got Correa at the top. Um, a guy's been making me a lot of money on FanDuel is Marisnik. For some reason he stays cheap. He's either 
2,200, I see him go up to 2,800. But for what he's doing right now, he's a guy that's cheap. The only problem, there's one problem with these Astros. I mentioned on the podcast the other day. It's really tough to figure out the four or five you want to stack because this lineup plays one through nine. And you can have the four best guys on this team, you know, like a Springer, Bregman, Brantley, Correa, you know, who you consider the best four. But on any given night, a guy like Marisnik can outscore Correa. So it makes it kind of tough to, to select the four or select the five for your stack. So that's where you got to be, you know, trying to be a little bit different, but at the same time, be smart about it. Um, but the Astros are definitely, definitely the number one stack tomorrow with the Yankees a close second. All right. Uh, that the Astros will be the top stack tonight, actually, is uh, we're talking here uh, about the Monday, May 20th games here on the Wind Daily uh, Fantasy Podcast. Uh, I think I think maybe Jason did so well yesterday. His mind is still in yesterday. Uh, the Atlanta Braves are at the San Francisco Giants. Mike Soroka, I don't care who he faces uh, I want him in my my daily fantasy lineup. He's been terrific against San Francisco. It's a chalk play of the night at 8,800 against uh, against the San Francisco Giants. And uh, then on the other side, you have Sean Anderson, who maybe you can attack with a few Braves bats. Yeah, I think, um, you know, in this matchup here, like you said, Sirocco has been really good. San Francisco hasn't been scaring anybody. It's it's the it's a dream matchup from him. You're playing in a he goes into a, a pitcher's park, and he's gonna be like I said between Corbin and him. Depending on what site you're playing on, if you're playing on a two player site like DraftKings, you can even pair them both up. On FanDuel, it's gonna be a tough decision. You gotta pitch one or the other. So I would say you know in your in your cash games, you might want to split your exposure. You know, take a little bit of each of them, so you don't you know you're not. Not too worried about one of them not being so well uh, tonight. So I would split up the exposure in cash games and tournaments. I think they're both playable still. But I really like, like you said, I really like Soroka. I think he's having a good game tomorrow. Should get the win tomorrow as well. And as far as the Atlanta bats, you know, I'm not really sure, you know, who I want to grab in this pitcher's park. So it's going to come down to, you know, guys like Freeman. I think they're they're good fillers, but not a team that I would stack uh, just due to the ballpark. Atlanta's been hitting good but not great so we mentioned the Astros we mentioned the Yankees you know they could be under owned a little bit so if you want to you know while you're making your eighth ninth tenth or lineup you want to throw in some Braves I understand but I think they're better as a one-off the Minnesota Twins will take on the Los Angeles Angels uh pitcher to be determined for the Angels Jake Odorizzi uh seems like another chalk play here against the Angels 8200 uh, you know, you don't have to really decide. Uh, like you were saying about Soroka, about whether to use him or Odorizzi or somebody else. If you just roll out multiple lineups, there's your solution. Odorizzi has tied a Twins record by winning six straight and has allowed only two runs in more than one of them. He has enjoyed what may be his best year ever. Uh, I figure you have to use him here against the Angels. I disagree, Scott. You know, I'm going to be honest. I'm not going to, you know, tell our tell our viewers and our users, you know that I like him too much tomorrow. I don't think you play Odorizzi. Uh, like I said, you have Corman and Soroka at the top. I don't really think there's a need to go down to Odorizzi. Um, so I'm going to avoid him. The Angels been hitting a little bit better. Uh, I know he's been good, but I really don't want to attack him in this spot. I can't really guarantee the win for him in FanDuel. And I just think other people are in better spots. I know he's been good, but like I said, other, other pitchers are in better spots for his weaker teams. You know, Otani coming back, Trout's heating up. 
They've got Listello, who's had, you know, their career year. Calhoun, you know, deeper lineup now. So I wouldn't attack him. If it was a shorter slate or maybe in a late slate, you know, you need a pitcher. Odorizzi makes sense to me. But in the full slate, I would not go with Odorizzi when there's better pitchers on the board. Yeah, I guess you still don't believe in him for some reason. But, you know, this is a guy that allowed two earned runs and two consecutive starts against the Houston Astros. And look at look at his last start. What are you doing in his last start? He actually faced these Angels. He gave up nine hits, only three earned run, and he got the win somehow. But, you know, nine hits is not going to really hold up, you know, every start. He ended up getting 22 points on FanDuel. And especially on a site like DraftKings, he probably got even less because they deduct points for hits and walks. You know, we'll, we'll see. You know, we'll have a little friendly bet about it. But I'm going to avoid him tomorrow. Uh, maybe in a late slate, if you need a pitcher, it makes sense to me. But in an early slate or the full slate, you know, like I said, I, I want Corbin or I want Soroka. Well, though, I'm not saying I don't like I like him better than Soroka because Soroka is my favorite. Uh, but what it means to me is what he did against the Angels last time. The way he's pitching, he's going to watch some video, he's going to adjust, and he's going to have a good outing. So uh, I'll be be happy to win that bet between us. Arizona. What's the the number? What are you you predicting? Let's make this fun now. So what are you predicting out of him? Give me – I don't need an exact score, but is he making it – let's say this. He's going to get a quality start. Is he going six innings? Seven innings with two earned runs and and six strikeouts. I'll take that bet. That's – I'll give you two to one odds on that one, man. Well, I'll be glad to win it. All <laughs> right. Uh, Arizona's at San Diego at 10, 10 p.m. Eastern Park at Petco Park. It's the pitching matchup of the night with uh, Luke Weaver at 8,800 at DraftKings against Chris Paddock, uh, who's 10,000. But Paddock's coming off a bumpy start here. Arizona is uh, is, is a quality has a quality lineup. They are sixth in the majors in batting overall. Luke Weaver has been terrific. Uh, and it's easier to attack the Padres. So if I had to go here, what it was here, I'd go Weaver. I'd probably rank my pitches for the night as Soroka, number one, uh, Corbin, number two, Weaver, number three, and Ozerini, number four. I like all of them. I agree with those top three. I think Weaver will come in a little bit under-owned um, due to name of, you know, Corbin starting earlier. He's got a little bit better name recognition. So I think, and Soroka's been hot. I think Corbin, like like we said, I, I rate them the same way, the top three. Weaver's definitely in play. It's a very close, you know, match at the top. They're all fairly the same priced on, on FanDuel. I don't have DraftKings open right now, but, you know, I think you got, whoever your favorite is, I think you go with them. Uh, I think they're going to be very close. I think in GPPs, you're in your cash games. I think it's a good night to split your ownership up. ownership up. The guy you like the best, you know, put him in 40% of your lineups. The guy you like second best, put him in 30%. And then the third one, you put him in 30% as well. You split up your exposure. They all should fall into the same kind of category at the end of the night. I don't I don't predict them being too far off. You know, Corbin probably a little bit stronger just because he's facing the Mets who have been, you know, pretty terrible lately. Um, but I see them as 1A, 1B, and 1C. So I think they're all great plays. Paddock, on the other hand, is facing the little bit tougher of the lineups in Arizona, but he's even a close fourth or fifth for me, you know, after the top three you just mentioned. So this is a game where I really don't want to attack the bats. I like both pitchers, but I don't like Paddock enough to, you know, to put him in front of the other guys at the same price. But I do like Weaver, you know, but it's going to be a tough game. 
you know, on FanDuel, you want that win. Even on DraftKings, you want those points. And I think this is going to be a pretty even matchup. So you don't really know the, who is going to grab that win for you. It's in a National League park, so if it's a tight game late, they might get a pinch hit for it earlier than you know they normally would. So you know, I would stay away from the hitters, and I would still put Corbin and Soroka a little bit ahead of Weaver at this point. Yeah, and, uh, top stacks for the day: Astros, Yankees, Nationals. Right, Jay? I would say a little bit different. I say Astros are one, Yankees are two, and then Seattle and Texas between. Those two are. You yeah, know, I'd probably have to say Texas third, but you know, yeah. you know what's going to happen if if I stack against Leak, he's nothing's going to happen. That's <laughs> that, that's exactly how it works. So just send out a tweet like at six forty five tomorrow and let us know it, what your lineup's looking like. So if you're not stacking Texas, we can all load up on them. All right, all right. Thanks for listening to the Win Daily podcast for Monday, uh, May twentieth, two thousand nineteen. Make sure you go to the site today. For everything uh, that's there, including our weather reports, our stacks, and our uh, prop bets, our uh, prop picks as well. Everything that you're going to need right for free at winddaily.com. And don't forget to pick up the book on Amazon. And uh, Jason, thanks a lot. We'll do this again. Carl, let me just uh, correct something. It's winddailydfs.com. You were speaking so fast that you got a little bit flustered there. Winddailydfs.com. Um, everything else you said was perfectly correct. It's free. We have two projection models. We have a meteorologist on site. We have four articles a day, all for free. We have this podcast that you know me and Scott try to be on as much as possible to you know give our knowledge back to the community. Any questions that you have for us, you know, just reach out on Twitter. We will be opening up a Slack channel to our users very shortly, so be you know be aware of that. We'll get you know more access to us and uh, the other DFS pros that we have on the site. You know, we hope everybody does well tonight. If you have any questions, like I said, shoot them out on Twitter. I'll respond to them, or Scott will respond to them. So, you know, let us know how you're doing. Let us know if you have questions. We're always here to help you. And the website, again, is winddailydfs.com. All right. Thanks for listening. We'll see you soon.